Hello again, wrestling fans, and welcome to another edition of This Week in History. As we take a look back at all the great, rich history of professional wrestling, and this week we're going to look at the week of March 5th through March 11th. We have a lot to uh, look at with uh, title changes, uh, unfortunately a couple of deaths I'm seeing right at the start, unfortunately. Uh, we're going to look back on some uh, great careers. And I want to thank you for joining us, whether you're watching on YouTube or Facebook and listening to us later on on Stitcher, Spotify, Arcade Radio, or anywhere you get your podcasts from. We are part of the Ontario Independent Wrestling Podcast Network here in Ontario, and we are part of the Johnners Podcasting Network in the UK. So welcome everybody that's part of this. Send us a message. Down below, you'll see how to get in touch with us, scumbagswrestling at gmail.com. Facebook, Scumbags Wrestling, Twitter, uh, Instagram, all the fun stuff. You know how to get in touch with us. Before we uh, can dive into the history, we got to bring in the guy who presents it to us and did all the research. And that's Jonesy from Niagara Falls. Jonesy, it's been a wonderful day here in London. How are things in Niagara? Uh, beautiful. It's actually warmer uh, here near Buffalo than it is uh, down in London. I think by like about four degrees. Uh, oh, today, wow. our high our high today was twenty. Yeah, uh, we broke a record, but I think we we're about four or five degrees underneath that, and it's just going to continue going. There's cold front coming back, but hey, let's enjoy this uh, warm weather while we can. Yeah, just get out there and enjoy. Uh, walks that's great for listening uh, to podcasts for and enjoy a walk if you're not doing the visual part uh so other than that if you're ready to dive into the history of professional wrestling i'm Let's ready to go with in good so we're starting with march 5th uh, 27 years ago in Philly, Kevin Sullivan and the Tasmaniac defeated the Bruise Brothers, Ron and Don Harris, to win the vacated ECW Tag Team Championship. And I've met those guys, um, Ron and Don Harris, nice guys. Uh, it's, hard so to believe that, it's hard to believe that on the screen you're seeing the Tasmaniac, who is Taz from uh, Impact... SmackDown history currently on uh, AEW. His son, he's leaving Team Taz with the FTW title and Brian Cage and all that. But he actually had hair. He did. <laughs> makeup. So it's a different look of Tasmania compared to what we end up uh, seeing today. Absolutely. It's fun watching them grow up. Uh, 20 years ago on Raw is War, ECW owner Paul Heyman made his WWF debut, replacing Jerry Lawler, who left the company. Yeah, uh, that, that, was after, that was after the cat got fired, and yes. uh, they instantly uh, went with Heyman. And some people may or may not know that Heyman and Jim Ross worked together in WCW before uh, Heyman left to... Uh, go uh, for Eastern Championship Wrestling, which eventually became ECW, but they worked commentary in WCW together. So it took them a little bit to get into the groove of things, but it wasn't that too hard. And I know JR has said that Paul had a 
sort of way that he wanted to be set up for little one-liners, but Jim Ross is like, no, you'll get your line in, just go with the flow, and it'll work. Uh, but he wasn't going to be a setup man for a one-liner, yeah. but they worked really well together. I enjoyed the commentary on uh, WrestleMania 17. Mm -hmm. They did a great job. And because of that whole cat thing, uh, we got to see Jerry Lawler perform uh, during the time he was gone. So uh, that was a bonus. On that True. same show of Raw's War, the Hardy Boys, Matt and Jeff, defeated the Dudley Boys, Bubba Ray and Devon, to win the WWF Tag Team Championship. 16 years ago today in Philly, the Rottweilers, Homicide, Ricky Reyes, and Rocky Romero defeated Generation Next, Austin Aries, Jack Evans, and Rudder Strong to win the 2005 Trios Tournament. Eight years ago today, William Alvin Moody, known as Percival, it's Percival, isn't it? Percival. 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 Okay, Percival. As Percival Pringle III, um, but he was best known, of course, as Paul Bear. He died of a heart attack in his hometown of Mobile, Alabama. And no, he did not do the embalming himself on himself. Uh, himself. Well, he, as you see in this picture, he was uh, part of the military. And uh, the bonus that kind of fell into people's laps was the fact that he was a mortician uh, when he was mm -hmm. not wrestling. And when Bruce Pritchard uh, suggested bringing in William Moody to replace him when Pritchard had to choose between being an office guy or brother love on the road with Undertaker, he chose to do uh, the office and uh, give up his spot with uh, brother love at uh, the side of Undertaker. And they instantly thought uh, Moody brought him in and Vince likes to talk to people and find out what, uh, is in their history, and that's why some of the worst gimmicks have come from mm. conversations with uh, Vince on that. But when they he mentioned that he was an actual mortician, they were the light just like boomed for them and going, "Oh my God, you're perfect!" Because that's the role we wanted you for. And then we got the funeral parlor uh, talking uh, show segments of it and everything that came along the way with uh, Percy Pringle, or sorry, uh, Paul Bear, by the side of Undertaker, bringing in Kane. Yeah, great story behind his uh, life. And I believe there's actually a documentary on the WD Network that uh, does a lot with that because they were showing it during uh, the Undertaker week, but there was a whole uh, video on uh, William Moody that's worth checking out. All right, I will definitely have to check that out. Um, he was born April 10th, 1954. Moody got into the wrestling business as a ringside photographer. He began managing in 1979 as Percival, Percival uh, Percy Pringle III. And did you know that there were two other people prior to that that used the same name, Percy Pringle? Uh, and it is true, I googled it. Uh, his wrestling career slowed down after his wife, Diana, gave birth to their first son, uh, Michael, and he went to school to obtain certification as an embalmer. Of course, that's what you do after you've had a child and a mortician. By the mid-80s, he was back managing and performing in various regional territories and promotions in the States. Uh, once he got to the WWF, he would, of course, replace Brother Love as the manager of The Undertaker, and he was inducted into the WWE Hall of Fame 2014. Oh, yes! 
Yeah, and that was uh, one of the only times Undertaker has actually appeared at a Hall of Fame ceremony because of how protective of the Undertaker character uh, Mark Calloway was uh, up until just recently, mind you. Uh, he did not appear at any Hall of Fames because he didn't want to be dressed in a normal suit or look like the rest of the superstars mm -hmm. all dressed up. But for uh, Moody, he came out and did the whole bowing down while they uh, had his picture up on the uh, uh, Titantron for that. So it was uh, quite the moment. You know you love when a guy will spend like 20 minutes to a half hour getting all his gear on just to go out there for a couple seconds. But hey, if you're on TV, that's a bonus too. So we're moving on to March, March 6th. 49 years ago, New Japan Pro Wrestling runs its first ever show from the Ata Ward Gymnasium in Tokyo, Japan. The main event featured Karo Gotch defeating Antonio Noki. And that was it. 31 years ago in Tokyo, Japan, uh, the Miracle Violence Connection, Terry Gordy and Steve Williams defeated Ryun Hanho. Uh, Stan Hansen and General Ryo uh, Tenru to win the All Japan Pro Wrestling Unified World Tag Team Championship. 30 years ago in Nagasaki, uh, Japan, Hiroshi Haas and uh, Kens Kensuke Sasaki defeated Hiro Sato and Super Strong Machine to win the IWGP Tag Team Championship. I'm going to take a breath before the next um, Tokyo one comes up. Okay. 27 years ago uh, at an ECW hardcore TV taping in Philly, the public enemy, enemy Flyboy Rocco Rock and Johnny Grunge defeated Kevin Sullivan and the Tasmaniac to win the ECW Tag Team Championship. Later on that night, the Tasmaniac would defeat Sabu for the ECW TV belt. 25 years ago at a WCW Saturday night taping, uh, Lex Luger defeated the soonly WWF departing Johnny B. Bad to win the WCW World Television Championship. And there's a guy, Johnny B. Bad. I, man, he, you know, I, I, I thought he was great in WCW, but when he went over to the WWE, then it's like, wow, he did a really good job over at WCW. Yeah. Uh, Johnny B. Bad, I actually enjoyed that character. Even the uh, video game that they put out, he was one of the guys that I wanted to always use on that uh, video game. It had a different angle where they were uh, going from the one turnbuckle that way instead of usually mm -hmm. a hard camera shot. But I enjoyed uh, using Johnny B. Bad on that one. And you hear on um, the uh, something to wrestle with when they've talked about him uh, before, uh, Vince McMahon wanted... Johnny B. Bad, but then realize, oh, wait a minute, that's a trademark thing of WCW, and it's created by Dusty. But he also brought Rena with him, uh, Rena Marrow, his wife, and she impressed him so much that, yeah, uh, Mark Marrow got the job. But as soon as they left, Vince was calling uh, Bruce down the hallway and going, did you see what I saw? And <laughs> they just saw that Rena, even though she wasn't there for a job, just ooze the uh, charisma. And that's where she, unfortunately, in his case, outshone her. And she got a uh, bigger push than he did. And, yeah, it's a shame that his career didn't go as uh, well as it could have. Maybe things would have been different had Rena not been there. But 
We'll never know. And now she's married to uh, Brock Lesnar. Yes, that is right. Uh, so, moving on. 22 years ago in Tokyo, Vader defeated Akira Tao to win the All Japan Pro Wrestling Triple Crown Championship. 21 years ago today, Bubba Ray Dudley super bombs Mae Young through a table. Uh, the main event that night was uh, Chris Benoit versus The Rock Steel Cage main event. Oh, good. We watch it again there. And oh, nice, beautiful. And then good. she gives him a nice little couple squeezes on the arms. And she was like in her 70s taking this powerbomb. That's one tough old lady that uh, May Young was to uh, do that. And she uh, did it uh, another time in the ring. Uh, I saw that. And she probably get, felt better about doing it than even Stacey Keebler when she got put through a table by Bubba. Uh, mm -hmm. But he was always very safe with them. And that's one uh, good thing about Bubba Ray Dudley. Yeah, and of course, people know a lot of people know the story of um, uh, May Young giving him shit for uh, not, uh, you know, protecting her too much. But hey, what you gonna do? So moving on, six years ago in Ybor uh, City, Florida, the Kimber Bombs, Cherry Bomb and Kimberly defeated legendary Brandy Wine and Mil Malia Hoska to win the Shine Tag Team Championship. And would that be the same Cherry Bomb that wrestled down in Ontario? Yeah, the London's own Cherry Bomb. Uh, I forget uh, what her last name is, but uh, Lauren or Laura. Mm -hmm. uh, She's married to Pepper Parks, uh, or the the Blade. Uh, she, he's now known in hey. AEW, and she's uh, the Bunny uh, in AEW. But yeah, she's London's own. Cool. Six years ago, Bill Demont uh, resigns from his head trainer role at the WWE Performance Center. There was some questions about his training methods, etc. So he and WWE parted ways. Yeah, there's a lot of people that don't have some good words about Bill DeMott uh, and his training style. Basically, uh, liking him to being a bully. Uh, I did like him on the show, though. I liked him on Tough Enough. It's too good bad. Old, good old general erection. Yeah. I think Al Snow was one of my favorites on that. Um, so moving on to March 7th. 54 years ago in, uh-oh, Tokyo, Japan, NWA International Heavyweight Champion Giant Baba and WWWF Champion Bruno Sammartino fought to a one-hour time limit draw in a best-of-three-falls match with each man winning one fall each. I, I do wonder if that match was any good because, oh, my God, an hour with a giant? Uh, like, like, I don't know. It might be available on YouTube somewhere. Yeah, yeah. Have to hit that up. 22 years ago today, Kurt Angle uh, makes his WWF television debut during a segment on Sunday Night Heat with Tiger Ali Singh. Uh, Singh got Angle in the ring and offered to pay $500 to blow his nose on the American flag, which Angle does, then blows a big one into the Indian flag and treats Singh to some suplexes. Five years ago in uh, Pinellas uh, County, uh, Florida, opening testimony was given in the lawsuit between Terry Bolia, a.k.a. the Hawkster, and Gawker Media, 
the parent company of Gawker.com, who published a two-minute snippet of Hulking having sex with Bubba, the love sponge wife. Yeah, you know, one thing I don't want to ever see is Hulk Hogan um, naked or porn or anything like that. I can, I don't, I, I, you know, I don't need that no, in my life. It's definitely not one thing I want to see either. But I think I remember uh, hearing a ridiculous thing uh, in this trial that he tried to say that Terry Bollea and Hulk Hogan were two different people. Uh, yes, and you know what I, I I agree with I agree with that to a sense because what he was trying to say was that there's the character Hulk Hogan and then there's the person that plays him and well, that's what he's that. trying to separate. But it, it was just the way he was ended up uh, saying it, and just also uh, I think it was talking about also different body parts and features and stuff like that, and just. They, uh, it, it's kind of a train wreck if you go back and uh, try and find some TMZ uh, stuff on it. And now we're moving on, I believe. Oh, no, I missed a birthday. Just a minute. There we go. It's a happy 24th birthday to Reed Tyler, best known to wrestling fans as Tyler Bate, the first NXT UK champion. Now we're moving on to March 8th. 38 years ago, the Wild Samoans, Afa and Sika, defeated Chief J, Jay Strongbow, and Julia Strongbow to win the WWF Tag Team Championship. 25 years ago, ECW presented Big Ass Extreme Bash Night 1 in Queens, New York. Chris Jericho defeated Cactus Jack, Two Cold Scorpio, and Sabu fought to a 20-minute time limit draw for the ECW World Television Championship. Bubba Ray and Dances with Dudley defeated the Headhunters, and Raven defeated the Sandman to retain the ECW World Heavyweight Championship. Going on to some Nitro here, 22 years ago on Nitro, Goldberg and Ric Flair fought to a no contest. This Nitro was booked by Kevin Nash, who was also the champ at the time. Uh-oh. Uh, the, fir <laughs> the first hour of this um, um, Nitro actually featured no matches at all. This was apparently Nash proving that even with no wrestling matches in the first hour, the show would still have the same ratings numbers. And he was right. Um uh, there were only actually six matches on a three-hour broadcast with the main event being, um, which I lost, so I don't know what the main event was. Uh, the live crowd, however, did apparently have matches happening in that first hour that just weren't shown to the TV audience. So, as, oh my yeah. God, I'd flip out if I was in the stands for over an hour and there's no damn matches going on. It was bad enough when we went to Sky Dome to see a Raw there and the actual two-hour Raw show had a total of 17 minutes of actual bell-to-bell -bell time. Yeah, there's a lot of those three-hour editions of Raw that have been doing that lately too. And I think they've gotten a little bit better in the uh, pandemic era of trying to put in a little bit longer matches and stuff like that. Uh, find creative ways, maybe not so creative ways of uh, getting around it, but they know that they have to uh, milk as much time as they can uh, as opposed to a lot more entertainment. And that's the problem with uh, the raw side of things. They rely more on entertainment than on in-ring product. Yuck. 
Uh, do 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 So, 16 years ago at a SmackDown taping, uh, WWE champion Bra- John Bradshaw Layfield blew up the John Cena Custom Spinner United States Championship belt and presented new champion Orlando Jordan the previous version of the belt. Nine years ago on Impact, Eric Young and ODB defeated Gail Kim in Madison Rain to win the TNA Knockouts Tag Team Championship. Young and ODB would end up vacating the belts, and TNA deactivated the belts months later. Yeah, and they just actually brought those belts back a couple months oh. ago after a tournament, uh, and so they're uh, back in uh, rotation, or at least. Okay, what, what I'm what I'm looking at here. Is ODB and in her her um, uh, pressed area, it actually kind of looks like she's got a seashell thing happening there. It's kind of weird. Yeah. Anyways, um, she was known for wearing those type of outfits. Um, uh, She she was a talented lady. Yeah, she was entertaining. The guy that uh, she uh, was there too, they were entertaining together. So we're moving on. It's a happy 35th birthday uh, to Charles Bates, a.k.a. Chaz. Um, Or or as one half of the American Alpha, Chad Gable. Uh, Born in Minneapolis, Minnesota, Betts participated in the 2012 Summer Olympics in the 84-kilogram category, 185 pounds. In 2003, he would sign a contract with WWE and was assigned to the developmental program where he adopted the name Chad Gable. He would team with Jason Jordan and be known as American Alpha and would become NXT Tag Team Champions for two months. Uh, They would be drafted to SmackDown in the 2016 draft and would win the SmackDown Tag Titles, winning it uh, in a four-team elimination match. Uh, Gable would also win the Raw Tag Titles with Bobby Roode. Yeah, it's a shame that uh, American Alpha didn't last as long as they uh, did, especially on the main roster, because they took a while to build up on NXT and get a good following and uh, become a team. Got the tag team titles, made it up to the main roster, and yeah, it just wasn't so good. And there, there had been talk that he was going to be the illegitimate son of Kurt Angle mm. until they ended up doing a swerve and making it Jason Jordan. Mm. Interesting. And FYI, folks, if you are going to read a bunch of stuff, don't uh, um, drink a hot apple cider. It it, it makes you all... Like, ah, it's terrible. But it's delicious. Uh, 30 years ago, on a pre-taped WCW Power Hour, the Steiner brothers Rick and Scott defeated the fabulous Freebirds, Michael Hayes and Jimmy Garvin, to win the NWA World Tag Team Championship. Interestingly, because there uh, was a lot of TV taping, tape, taping weeks in advance before airing on TV, uh, the fabulous Freebirds lost the titles at the taping, but then won them at the pay-per-view Wrestle War six days later. So the Freebirds lost the titles before they actually won them. Uh, thus, they actually held the titles for minus six days. That is a great trivia question, and uh, especially back in the 80s and um early 90s they would tape stuff in fact the, the uh 
one of the things I was reading today, forget what show it is, but they taped it and they, and it's a pay-per-view and they didn't show it till three months later. Like yikes. Yeah. I'm not sure which one that was. I know you were talking about, uh, that think last been, with, um, um, think the Sorry, I thought it might. I think it, it was a TNA event. Okay. Twenty-five years ago, ECW presented Big Ass Extreme Bash Night Two from Philly. Uh, this was the last appearance of Mick Foley in ECW before leaving for the WWF. As well, would be the last ECW match for both Mysterio Jr. and Hooventude as they were off to Atlanta. Uh, Ray Mysterio Jr. defeated uh, Hooventude uh, two to one in a best of three falls match. Post match, Mysterio powerbomb Guerrera through a table. Uh, Cactus Jack defeated Mikey Whipwreck with a pile driver on a chair. Uh, Post match, he said his final words, then danced off with Stevie Richards and the Blue Meanie. Uh, Raven defeated Shane Douglas to retain the ECW World Heavyweight Championship, and the Gangstas defeated the Sandman and Two Cold Scorpio and the Headhunters in a three-way dance. Nineteen years ago in Tokyo, Dan Severin defeated Shinya Hashimoto to win the NWA a World Heavyweight Championship. Thirteen years ago today, TNA presented Destination X. Uh, Jay Lethal defeated Petey Williams to retain the TNA X Division Championship. Curryman and Sharkboy defeated Team 3D, Brother Ray and Brother Devon in a fish market street fight. Uh, Go ahead. Quite the uh, image here on the screen. Oh, the, yeah. Look at that. And Curryman, I'm pretty sure, was Christopher Daniels uh, oh. underneath all that. Cool. All right. So we did the uh, fish match. Uh, I wonder if uh, anyone got to take any of that fish home. Um, doo -doo -doo -doo. Robert Rude defeated Booker T in a Stand By Your Man strap match. I I assume there was women begin like stand by your man. I don't get it, but sure. I would, I um, yeah, I'd hope so. There was women like, um, you know, their their uh, ballets or whatever they were fighting over. Anyways, Rhino defeated James Storm in a Elevation X match. In Samoa Joe, Kevin Nash and Christian Cage defeated the Angle Alliance, Angle, AJ Styles, and Tomko. 12 years ago today on Raw, JBL defeated CM Punk to win the WWE Intercontinental Championship. Uh, the win made JBL the 10th Grand Slam champion in WWE history. It's a happy 42nd birthday for Melina Perez. Oh, sorry, I went a little faster. Um, 42 birthday for Melina Perez, the former manager of Eminem, Johnny Nitro, and Joey Mercury. Moving on to March 10th. 24 years ago, WWF presented Raw is War. This was the 200th episode. It had a new name, set, logo, fireworks, and the beautiful people by Marilyn Manson. Uh, Peroth, Heavy Metal, and Pentagon defeated Latin Lover, Hector Garza, and Octagon. Uh, the new Blackjacks, Wyndham and Bradshaw, defeated Owen Hart and the British Bulldog via DQ in a non-titled match. Billy Gunn defeated Eldo Montoya. 
And Vader and Mankind defeated The Undertaker and Psycho Sid. This uh, also had the uh, sort of in-ring debut of oh, yeah. uh, Ken Shamrock because he had been, I think, at ringside uh, the week or two before that when uh, ECW invaded uh, their last show at the Manhattan Center. But then mm -hmm. this is when Jim Ross interviewed him uh, as he was being selected as the special uh, guest referee in the I Quit match for WrestleMania 13 with uh, Brett and uh, Steve Austin. Nice. I'm just typing that into my notes. There we go. Okay. 13 years ago today, famed football player and wrestler Ernest Ladd, a.k.a. the Big Cat, Ernie Ladd died of colon cancer in Franklin, Louisiana. He was 68. Ladd nicknamed the Big Cat. He was an American professional football player and professional wrestler. Ladd found success in the AFL as one of the largest players in professional football history at 6'9 and 290 pounds, uh, winning championship in 1963, and a knee injury ended his um, football career. He would play a villainous heel who would arrogantly taunt both opponents in crowds in the wrestling business. Ladd feuded with many popular wrestlers of the time, including Wahoo McDaniel, Andre the Giant, Bobo Brazil, Dusty Rhodes, and Mr. Wrestling. Uh, Ladd was inducted into the San Diego Chargers Hall of Fame in 1981 and the Grambling State University Hall of Fame in, in 1989 and, of course, the WWF Hall of Fame in 1995. 13 years ago on Raw, Chris Jericho defeated Jeff Hardy to win the WWE Intercontinental Championship. The next morning, Hardy was suspended for a second violation of the WWE's wellness policy. Shocking. Come on, Hardy. Get it together, man. Eight years ago, TNA presented Lockdown. Uh, Velvet Sky defeated Gail Kim in a steel cage match to retain the TNA Knockout Championship. Austin Aries and Bobby Roode defeated Christopher Daniels and Kazarian and Chavo, Guerrero and Hernandez in a three-way match to retain, to retain the TNA World Tag Team Championship. Team TNA, Stink, Samoa Joe, Magnus, James Storm, and Eric Young defeated Aces and Eights, which consisted of Devon, Mr. Anderson, Mike Knox, DOC, and Garrick Bischoff. In it was in a lethal lottery lockdown match. And then the main event was Bully Ray defeating Jeff Hardy in a steel cage match to win the TNA uh, Heavyweight Championship. Uh, Post-match, Bully Ray announced he was the president of the Aces and Eights. I remember, actually, I watched that main event. It was pretty yeah, good. At least, at least that yeah. one was worth watching as opposed to Jeff Hardy and Sting. Oh, yeah. It's poor Sting. Um, it is a happy 27th birthday to Jose Ann Axie Offerman, a.k.a. Jojo. Jojo, of course, started off as a cast member of Total Divas and would later become the ring announcer and interviewer on Raw. And uh, she's, also, oh, sorry. she's also the uh, mother of Bray Wyatt's uh, two children. After he left his uh, wife, he hooked up with Jojo. And uh, they have two children together. Wow. 
Lucky Broman, man. Or Stroman, sorry. Uh, today would have... Today would have been the 130, 113th birthday of the first recognized and possibly one of the best wrestlers, in my opinion. Of course, that doesn't stand for much. Uh, NWA, the first NWA champion, Oville Brown. I just love the name, Oville Brown. 28 years ago, El, um, Adolfo Bresceneno, oh my God, Adolfo Bresceneno, a.k.a. Dino Bravo, man, that French, I suck at French, was brutally murdered in his home in Vermont, Quebec. I know, murdered. It was awful. I remember I was walking to um, a co-op when I heard that happened. It was, no one can understand why I was crying. Uh, he was 44. On March 10, 1993, Brissano was found shot dead in his home while watching hockey in Vimont, Lavelle, Quebec. Uh, he was shot 17 times, seven in the head and 10 in the torso. Uh, though there were allegations that he had been involved in a cigarette smuggling ring, it was never officially proven. In the days prior to his death, uh, Brissano uh, confined to friends that he knew his death was imminent and uh, Dino's murder was never have been officially solved. Yeah, uh, last season on uh, Dark Side of the Ring, there was yes. actually a full episode uh, that uh, dealt in with uh, that. So if you're in the United States, uh, possibly it's on demand on Vice, if there's uh, anything that way. And I think uh, in Canada, it was on Crave. Uh, what about so, those Where can they catch that? Pardon? What about those folks listening in the uh, UK? I would assume there's some sort of service uh, there or just Google uh, it. I'm not sure. UK uh, watchers, listeners, please help us out on uh, where some people can catch uh, wrestling uh, documentaries from. Yes, and if if we're missing any big events that happen in the UK, um, let us know and uh, we will definitely include them. Uh, do to do. So we're moving on to uh, March 11th. 57 years ago today, Antonio Noki makes his professional wrestling debut in Honolulu, Hawaii. What a beautiful place to debut. 28 years ago in London, England, Sting defeated Big Van Vader to win the WCW World Heavyweight Championship. 25 years ago on Raw, Mark Henry made his WWF television debut in a pre-taped segment during which he gorilla press slammed Jerry Lawler. There he is. So I bet you Jerry Lawler was screaming good there. 19 years ago on Raw, the NWO, Scott Hall, Kevin Nash, and Hulk Hogan defeated Stone Cold Steve Austin and The Rock in a three-on-two handicap match. 14 years ago, TNA presented Destination X. The Latin American Exchange, Homicide in Hernandez, defeated Team 3D, Brother Ray and Brother Devon in a ghetto brawl. Senshi uh, defeated Austin Starr in a cross-face chicken wing match. Rhino defeated AJ Styles in an Elevation X match. Kurt Angle made easy work of Scott Steiner. And Christian Cage defeated Samoa Joe to retain the NWA World Heavyweight Championship. 13 years ago today, WWE announces that Jeff Hardy had been suspended for 60 days following his second violation of the WWE's wellness policy. 
Twelve years ago, Ken Shamrock was suspended for one year and fined 2500 by the California State Athletic Commission for testing positive for multiple drugs. The ruling came less than two weeks before Shamrock was set to face Bobby Lashley in an MMA boxing event in Pensacola, Florida. Shamrock denied taking steroids, but later in a 2014 interview admitted to doing such. And that is all for this week. And of course, This Week in Wrestling is compiled from the vast land of Google, Wikipedia, CagesideSeats.com, and most importantly from fans and journalists that had front row seats to the history. And then, of course, the random banter comes from our own minds. That's right. Our memories of uh, these uh, great uh, events that have uh, been dug up from those uh, websites. Uh, so I want to thank everybody for joining us on this uh, Thursday afternoon. Uh, hopefully this has filled your lunchtime with some uh, great memories. And we uh, encourage you to join us tonight at 9 o'clock. A uh, little bit hour difference because I'm working uh, a little bit later tonight. Uh, but 9 o'clock, uh, we're going to do the Scumbags Wrestling Podcast. We're going to look at the disaster that was... Uh, the AEW uh, Revolution pay-per-view. We'll look at uh, what the big announcements were on uh, NXT and also the follow-up on AEW uh, Dynamite and look at the various news that's happened throughout the week and also do an update on the Ontario Independent Wrestling March Madness Tournament, which is going on every uh, morning on uh, Facebook Seven o'clock a.m. You'll get a voting opportunity, and twelve noon you'll get the other voting opportunity. We're narrowing down sixty-four competitors down to one, which will be announced on April first edition of the Scumbags Wrestling Podcast. So be a part of it. We had uh, talent send us some videos, and uh, there's been maybe some upsets. Uh, Can sense uh, one uh, that definitely people consider. An upset, uh, as our uh, two-time uh, champion uh, looks to have uh, gone to the wayside. Uh, but we'll uh, look at that later on tonight uh, with Stephen O'Neill and myself. Uh, anything else you want to add, Jonesy? Um, there was, but now I forgot. No big deal. Well, there's Fantasy Warfare Tournament where we uh, last night talked about uh, some of the greatest... Um, Attraction matches, uh, shall we say. Uh, we have 32. We uh, took down 16 this week. We'll do the other 16 next week. And these are matches that were not for a title, and they did not main event a uh, pay-per-view of uh, WrestleMania. But a lot of them stole the show. Um, some of the participants you're going to see uh, appear a bunch of times, and that's because they're going to be considered for... Mr. WrestleMania on our last edition of our WrestleMania uh, March in, uh, I believe it's going to be on the 7th of April. We're going to go through 16 competitors for our Mr. WrestleMania as opposed to Shawn Michaels, which we did uh, last week. So we're booking ending it that way. And so I hope everybody tunes in. And don't forget to check out our Pro Wrestling Tees store where you can buy uh, t-shirts uh, from Scumbags Wrestling Podcast, uh, our Raw's War 
tribute shirt, and of course our independent wrestling uh, comic book cover. Ooh, so, I didn't know you had a blue shirt. Thanks. Yeah, that's our Scumbags Wrestling Podcast t-shirt. So right. uh, tune in, uh, check out our uh, page on the Pro Wrestling Tees, and get yourself uh, some gear. Uh, money from the Ontario Indie uh, shirt is actually going to uh, Stephen's uh, Wrestling Journey. Uh, that's Curie Mel Formation uh, Research at Children's Hospital in uh, Toronto. So you're helping out a great cause if you buy the Ontario Indie comic book uh, version. And, and of course, there is, uh, I think the posters are still available too, are they not? Oh, yes. We have the posters, uh, 11 by 17 and I believe those are $10 each. Uh, they're just not on Pro Wrestling Tees. Uh, those are personal stash in my own house. Mm -hmm. So uh, support a great cause and uh, yeah, get uh, a really awesome poster by Nigel Lewis of NCL Studios. So until next week or later on tonight on the podcast, have a great one. Have a good afternoon. If you want a variety of wrestling news and history, look no further than the Scumbags of Wrestling family of shows. On Wednesday nights at 6 p.m., join Sean, Stephen, and Jonesy as we look for the best of the best and break it all down in a unique tournament format on Fantasy Warfare Tournament. Then, Thursdays at noon, take a look back at the rich history of our great sport with This Week in History. We live title changes, births, deaths, and some of the best events of all time. Finally, join us for the latest in wrestling news, show results, and predictions Thursday nights at 8 p.m. for the Scumbags Wrestling Podcast. The Scumbags Wrestling can be found on Facebook, Twitter, Twitch, YouTube, and Instagram, along with our audio versions on Stitcher, Spotify, iHeartRadio, or anywhere else you get your podcasts from. We're a proud part of the Ontario Indie Wrestling Podcast Network and the Johnners Podcast Network.